Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Are you having trouble sleeping? Ask your doctor about Dozenoff, the new medicine designed to help you get a good night's rest and feel great in the morning. Dozenoff may cause sweaty elbows. Please consult your doctor to see if Dozenoff is right for you. Welcome back, folks. This is Harry Scary and Mel Alien with you for Game 7 of the Monster League Baseball Underworld Series. For those of you just tuning in, it's been a real horror classic. And going into the ninth inning, the Transylvania Blue Jays are leading the Chicago Smelly Sox by a score of 4-3. to three. Harry, this has been one gruesome game after another, and I can't imagine a more fitting ending to an absolutely terrifying series. That's right, Mel. And leading it off in the ninth for Transylvania will be Frankenstein's monster. Frankie's looking to open things up here in the ninth for the Jays. The mummy is still on the mound for Chicago. He was starting to get unraveled back in the fifth, but then they wrapped him up again, and he's been throwing hard ever since. He winds up, and the pitch is called for strike one. Frankie wasn't happy at all with a call on that one. Here comes the next pitch. Frankenstein takes again, and it's strike two. Now he's behind in the count, 0-2. Here's the third pitch. It's a long fly ball. It could be. It might be. Yes, it's headed right out of the stadium. But wait. King Kong in left field has climbed up into the bleachers and on top of the stadium. And he makes the catch. Unbelievable. Wow, what a play. And look at this. Not only did King Kong climb up on the stadium to make that catch, but on the way, he grabbed a fan and carried her up with him. She must be very excited. That is one lucky fan. That's one down in the top of the ninth, and next up for the Blue Jays is Darth Vader, pinch hitting for the giant spider. And that's a very interesting bat that Darth is using. That's called a Louisville Sabre. Here comes the first pitch. A swing and a miss, strike one. Vader steps out of the box. Vader's batting average is up by 30 points this year, and his batting coach attributes that to the breathing exercises he's been doing. They're meant to relax him and keep him focused. Here's the next pitch. There's another swing and a miss for strike two. Vader does seem to have better focus this year. He hasn't force choked any umpires all season, so that breathing technique must be helping. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and... Whoa, what happened there? It looked like he connected with the ball, but then the ball just vanished. Right, and Vader started running toward first base, but then the umpire called him out. So that's two outs. And here comes Bruce the Great White Shark up to bat. He hit a big two-run homer in the seventh inning that gave the Jays the lead. And look at this. He's pointing his bat out to the right field bleachers. He's calling a home run shot, just like Babe Ruth. No, wait. He was just gesturing to the hot dog vendor. Yep, here comes the hot dog vendor now. Of course, sharks have a big appetite, but... Uh... Oh my, he just ate the hot dog vendor. How about that? Okay, Bruce is ready to hit now. And the mummy is shaking off pitches from the catcher behind the plate. Now he's muttering something into his glove. I think we could be looking at a curse ball, Harry. I think you're right, Mel. Does look like a curse ball. Undead spirits are coming right out of the ball. Here comes the pitch. Bruce the Shark swings and hits it deep to right center, but he's not even bothering to head to first base, because sure enough, here it comes right back to the mummy on the mound and it drops gently into his glove. That was a great curse ball thrown by the mummy. 
So three up and three down. We'll see if Transylvania can hold on to win it all. The Smelly Sox are coming up to bat in the bottom of the ninth. We're going to go now to Bob Spooker, who's in the Smelly Sox dugout. Bob! I'm here with Smelly Sox third baseman Count Dracula. Count, your team is down by a run in the bottom of the ninth. What do you think? Can you guys pull this one out? Well, you know, Bob, uh, we just, you know, have to give 110% and, you know, keep our heads in the game. And, you know, it's not over until it's over, you know? Would you say that this series has been a bloodthirsty battle? I would most certainly say that. You know, what I think it comes down to is, if we have more runs on the board when the game is over, then... You know, I think we'll stand an excellent chance of winning. Well said. Best of luck to you, Count. Thank you, Bob. Back to you, Harry. Thanks, Bob. And thanks to Count Dracula. We should mention that the Count was generous enough to donate from his own collection of bats for the first 10,000 kids who came to the stadium for Bat Day today. Oh, and there goes one now. On the mound for Transylvania is the two-headed dragon, and he'll be trying to put the final nail in the Count's coffin. He's the Blue Jays' best closer, no doubt. And what a year he's had, after almost not even signing with the team. That's right. There were troubles with his contract resolution, because each of his heads has its own agent. But thankfully, they were able to work it all out. Right. But there might be trouble down the road, because the left head signed for three years and the right head for five. The first batter up for the Sox is Joe the Zombie. And here's the first pitch, and he hits one right in the gap between left and center. It's rolling all the way back to the warning track. This could be a triple easily, but, well, no. He's shambling towards first base as fast as he can. It's going to be close. Here comes the throw, and he's safe. That may have been the longest single I've ever seen. And now the Sox manager is sending in a pinch runner. That's a good move. You don't want a zombie as your lead runner. But who are they sending in? I don't see anybody going out there. That's because it's the Invisible Man. A brilliant choice, Harry. And the next hitter up for the Sox is Bigfoot. He lurches up to the plate. Biggie's had a great series, and if he can be the hero tonight, I think he'd be the lock for the MVP. The first pitch comes in, and it's outside for ball one. It would be a nice way to end the year for Bigfoot, who is still getting some flack for refusing to retake the picture for his baseball card. Right. That disappointed a lot of his fans and card collectors who claimed the picture was so blurry and at such a far distance away that you couldn't be sure if it was even him in the picture. And something's happening here, I'm not sure what, but the crowd is cheering. What is it? It seems that the Smelly Sox have been awarded a run. The scoreboard now shows four to four. Yes, I'm getting word that the Invisible Man has stolen second base, third base, and home without anybody knowing. Now that's some real base running talent. The Blue Jays manager, the Loch Ness Monster, has poked his head up from the dugout. He looks furious. He's demanding a video replay. I don't think that's going to help much. Yeah, he's given up and slipped back down into the dugout. So the score is tied now at four. It's the bottom of the ninth with no outs, and the Smelly Sox have the winning run at the plate. Bigfoot steps back into the box. The Dragon throws a fireball, and it's a hard grounder to third base. Captain Hook one-hands it and throws it to... No, wait. He didn't get the throw off. The ball was stuck on his hook. Oh, my. That's his second hook-related error this game. And that puts the winning run on first with Count Dracula coming to the plate. This crowd is going wild. Especially that group of werewolves in the bleachers. Here's the first pitch to Dracula. He connects. It's a high fly ball. It might just make it out of here. It's going. It's going. 
Wait! It's been sucked up into an alien spaceship! And so are the players on the field! This is unbelievable! An alien fleet has surrounded the stadium and they're beaming up everyone on the field! Harry, that's not just any alien fleet, that's the New York Martians baseball team! The Martians didn't make the playoffs this year for the tenth year in a row, and I think they're exacting some kind of revenge! Resistance is futile! Resistance is futile! Hold on, the aliens are saying something now. If you do not comply with the following demands, you will all be beamed aboard our ships and dropped off on the planet of endless fingernail chalkboard scratching. It appears the Martians have some demands. Our demands are as follows. The New York Martians shall hereby be declared the Monster League Baseball Champions for this season and for the next 43,000 seasons to come, at which point we probably won't care anymore. Well, Harry, I'd say that's really going to change the dynamics of the league. I'm not sure if the commissioner will be able to push that one through. And here comes Monster League Commissioner Mr. Hyde out onto the field. Harry, I happen to know Commissioner Hyde personally. And I know he's not as big of a fan of fingernails on chalkboards as you might think. So I believe he's going to make sure these demands go through. Commissioner Hyde is delivering the championship trophy to the Martians. Our final demand is... 20 billion boxes of super sugary sugar flakes. That high energy sugarific breakfast delight. Now with even more super sugary flavor in every bite. Well, that's a perfectly reasonable demand because super sugary sugar flakes are incredibly delicious. Mm-hmm, that's for sure. And so there you have it, folks. A stunning come from way behind victory for the New York Martians. I'll have to look up the records to be sure but I believe that this is the first time a team that didn't even make the playoffs went on to win the championship. I think you might be right, Harry. The Martians have landed now, and the crowd is swarming onto the field to congratulate them. We have Bob Spooker standing by now to talk with our new alien overlord and the utility infielder for the Monster League baseball champion New York Martians, Vlex Gleesnexel. Bob! Vlek, it was an amazing victory. You guys literally came out of nowhere to win it all. How did you do it? Well, you know, Bob, we just, you know, had to give a hundred and ten percent. And, you know, we had to keep our heads in the game. And, you know, we had to remember that, you know, it's not over until it's over. You know? So let me ask you this. What's next for the New York Martians? We're going to desert me world. And there you have it. Back to you, Harry. Thanks, Bob, and that'll wrap up our broadcast. On behalf of Mel Alien and Bob Spooker and all of us here, I'm Harry Scary signing off on another great season of Monster League Baseball. Join us again next year when we play out the first of 43,000 seasons that won't mean a thing because the Martians will be the champions regardless. It's gonna be great, Harry. This broadcast is the property of Monster League Baseball. Any rebroadcast without the express written consent of Monster League Baseball is strictly prohibited. Violations may entitle Monster League Baseball and or any of its directors, officers, agents, affiliates, or subsidiaries to seek all remedies at law or inequity, including but not limited to coming to your house and eating all of your cheese puffs. If you want a huge selection of audio drama, some of the newest ones out there as they come out, then do find Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network, which is the new home of the Sonic Society, the world's longest-running, largest showcase of modern audio drama. You can find us on the Sunday Showcase feed, or if you want to hear all of the day's worth of audio, then you can find it on the main Mutual Audio Network feed. 
wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.